Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. So today is going to be really difficult. Today we're going to be talking about Vanessa Guillen. I know a lot of you have been following this case and recently there were some major updates to the case. So I wanted to go over all of that today and tell you the story of Vanessa Guillen if you have not heard about what happened to her. It's really important that her story is shared to as many people as possible. There are so many women who have been through similar situations to what Vanessa went through and it's really important we see some type of change or action come from this. So today I want to go over everything that we know about the case so far. I'm sure some more information will continue to come out as this case moves through the court process. But before I explain everything, I wanted to let you guys know that I did create some merch to help fundraise for Vanessa's family. I reached out to my followers on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to follow me if you want to be part of anything like this in the future. And I asked for designs related to Vanessa Guillen's case that we could go ahead and put onto a shirt and 100% of the profit will go to Vanessa's family. I got a bunch of submissions and truly thank you to everyone who submitted. There were so many beautiful designs. It was really hard to narrow them down. I ended up choosing two designs for the shirt. The front of the shirt was designed by Alma. I will link her Instagram below if you're interested in commissioning her for work. And then the back of the shirt was done by Your Illustrations, which is an Etsy shop. And I will link their information below as well. And a huge thank you to you guys for making those so quickly. This money will be going to Vanessa's family to be used for whatever they need, you know, from legal expenses, funeral, memorial expenses, and any other tools or people, investigators that they need in order to get justice for Vanessa. If this video somehow gets monetized, I will also be donating the ad revenue to Vanessa's family, although this case is pretty graphic and I highly doubt it will. But let's go ahead and get into this case. So Vanessa Guillen was 20 years old. She was a private first class army soldier who went missing on April 22nd, 2020. She was born on September 30th, 1999 in Houston, Texas. Her parents are Rogelio and Gloria Guillen, and she has five other siblings as well. Vanessa was known for being a really spunky and friendly person. She was also super high energy and athletic. She loved to play soccer when she was growing up and some other sports. Vanessa graduated high school in 2018, so very recently, and she graduated in the top 15% of her class. So she was a very intelligent and scholastically motivated person. And right around the time she graduated high school, she knew that she wanted to be in the army. And that June, following her graduation, she decided to apply. At the time, Vanessa was working as a 91F which is a small arms and artillery repairer. Now, Vanessa actually lived and worked off of the Fort Hood military base in Texas. And this is actually the largest military base in the entire country. At first, things were going pretty well for her and she really was proud of herself for being in the army and her parents were proud of her. But three weeks before Vanessa disappeared, her mom said that she was just acting differently. It seemed to her like something was wrong, like Vanessa, was upset over something. Vanessa and her mother were extremely close and her mom knows her better than anyone. Her mom said that she had just become withdrawn. She wasn't sleeping well, she wasn't communicating right, and she just had that motherly instinct that her daughter was in some sort of trouble. Eventually, Gloria got it out of her that Vanessa was being sexually harassed by one of the sergeants at the Fort Hood base. And what's crazy is Vanessa would not give her mom the name of this guy. She knew that her mom would call 
and throw a fit and fight for her. And Vanessa was scared for that to happen. Vanessa's mom had offered to report it for her, but Vanessa told her that she knew of other women in the army who had reported similar situations and the army did absolutely nothing to help or to protect them. And in a lot of cases, they just didn't even believe them. But Vanessa was telling her mom that there was a sergeant on the base who was stalking her, watching her while she was working out. She said it was making her feel incredibly uncomfortable where she worked and lived and it was really taking a toll on her mentally. Vanessa's mom told her multiple times that they needed to report it, but Vanessa just told her that she would take care of it and never told her mom the name. But Vanessa's family claims that right before she went missing, she was about to make a report. Vanessa was incredibly close with her sister, Myra, and she actually had spoken to her the night before she went missing and they were talking about Vanessa buying a new car. All seemed good, nothing that alarmed Myra. And then the next day on April 22nd, Vanessa went missing. On April 23rd, she was reported missing to the US Army Criminal Investigation Division. And on June 9th, a $15,000 reward was offered for any information that could lead to Vanessa's whereabouts. And later on, this was increased to $25,000. And then on June 16th, the League of United Latin American Citizens announced that they would match that, which brought the total up to $50,000. But from the beginning, many people were pointing out, how could she really go missing? How could she not be seen leaving the base. It really seemed like she couldn't have left the base because this is a super high-tech military base, okay? They have cameras everywhere. They have check-in points. There's people everywhere and no one saw her leave. There was no camera picking her up leaving. It seemed from the beginning like she never left the base. Vanessa's family and friends were absolutely devastated that she was missing. That's actually how I found out about this case. One of her friends ended up DMing me um, a while back. And recently she sent me some photos that she wanted me to share of Vanessa's closest friends and family that have been raising awareness for her. They have been loud, they have been strong, they've been consistent, demanding to be heard. Vanessa's family is filled with fighters. Her sister and her mother are so strong. Tons of people came out to help support the whole Find Vanessa movement and demand answers from Fort Hood about what happened. I mean, she went missing on the base. And Vanessa's mom actually spoke out in an interview and said that if her daughter is not found alive, that she will shut down the Fort Hood base. And unfortunately, Vanessa's remains were recently found. Since then, a lot more information has come out. So let's go over everything that we know happened on that day, April 22nd, 2020. I don't know if anyone else can relate to me in this way, but isn't it weird when something bad happens to someone on a day that was really good for you. My birthday is April 22nd and I had a really great day of quarantine at home 
and, you know, just enjoyed my birthday with my family. And meanwhile, this nightmare was unfolding for Vanessa. And that just weirds me out that those two realities can be playing out at the same time. I don't know if anyone else understands what I'm saying, but it's just so odd. So that day, Vanessa was not even supposed to be working at Fort Hood. She got called into work by someone. And that day, Vanessa was gonna be working in the arms room, which is where the guns are stored. She was working in there, and then a witness said that she left the room to go to a different room. She was actually going to another arms room on base to confirm some serial numbers on some equipment. And this room was being managed by specialist Aaron Robinson, who was also 20 years old. Strangely, Vanessa left her bank card, her army ID, and her keys in the arms room that night. When he was asked about Vanessa visiting that room that day, Aaron Robinson said that she did, that she came in. He said he helped her read off some serial numbers. He also gave her some paperwork and a serial number for a gun that needed to be worked on. Aaron claims that when she left the room, he was under the impression that she was next headed to the motor pool. The people who were working at the motor pool said that they were expecting Vanessa to show up but she never did. After investigators looked at Vanessa's phone records, they found out that the last outgoing text message on Vanessa's phone was to Aaron Robinson. He claimed that he had texted her to let her know that he was in the arms room. So it's very clear that Aaron was the last person to see Vanessa. So Aaron claims that on the 22nd, he left the base that night and went to his house, which was off the base. And it's not clear if he was living with this person full time, but he had a girlfriend there named Cicely Aguilar. Aaron said that he was at his house all night, just chilling with Cicely. And then he went to work again at 6.30 a.m. the next morning on base. So about a month after Vanessa went missing, the army interviewed a bunch of witnesses and multiple witnesses claimed that they saw Aaron Robinson walking around the base with a tough box. And he came out of the arms room originally with this tough box, went through the base and then left. Now these are those like high quality industrial type boxes. A lot of them have wheels and like a pull. I don't know if this one had that, but witnesses said they saw him put it in his car and it actually looked like he was struggling to pick it up. Like it was really, really heavy. And then he drove away with it. So obviously a lot of you probably know where this video is going and it's really graphic. It's really upsetting. And some of you may want to click out because this is, it's very sad what happened. The day after they interviewed those witnesses, police felt like there was a good possibility Aaron Robinson had something to do with this. So they used a device on his phone. It's called a universal forensic extraction device. And it basically pulls everything on a phone, off of a phone, both physical and logical data. So all the text messages, all the pictures, everything that's on that thing. Not only that, it also pulls GPS location. So after they did this to his phone, they looked at his phone records and saw that Aaron had called his girlfriend several times on the night of April 22nd, which is weird because he said he was just hanging out with her at home. Why would you need to call her? if you're with her. Not only that, but he was also calling her at early morning hours on the 23rd. Shouldn't he have been asleep considering he had to be at the base at 6.30 the next morning? So they actually went and talked with Cicely and asked her, you know, why was your boyfriend calling you so many times if you were with him that night? 
And she said that she actually lost her phone a few times and that's why he was calling her. Which we've all been in that position where someone else calls your phone to help you find it, sure. But these calls were several minutes in length, not just the you know amount of rings and then most people just hang up when you know, the voicemail comes when they're using a phone to look for another phone. So the police start, you know, pointing out these inconsistencies to her and probably some other things that haven't even been reported yet. And this is when Cicely changed her story and said that she was basically taking a long drive that night. Apparently this is something she likes to do when she's stressed out, which I think a lot of people can relate to. I used to do that a lot. She said that her and Aaron both went actually, and they went to an area called Belton, Texas to do some stargazing. And after this, they went back home. So police looked at Aaron's GPS records and realized that he was in Belton, Texas at around 2.30 a.m. on the 23rd. And they said that he was on or around a bridge at this time. They then tracked his phone going north along a river called Leon River for two hours. And not only that, Cecily's phone showed the exact same patterns. So they were clearly together. So because of this, they ended up doing a search of Leon River on June 21st. And it was there that they ended up finding the remains of a burned plastic container. There was also a obvious burn site with disturbed soil underneath it. And not only that, they picked up the scent of decomposition. However, at this point, no remains were actually found. But six days later, there were some contractors that were working on a fence near Leon River, and they ended up finding Vanessa's remains. One of the workers named Tim said that there appeared to be bits of lime mixed with like dirt and soil scattered across the remains. Well, now to the grim discovery made near Fort Hood. Human remains were found as authorities continue their search for missing soldier Vanessa Guillen. New questions surrounding unidentified remains found in Killeen, Texas, near Fort Hood, as the search continues for missing Fort Hood soldier Vanessa Guillen. How's it possible to go missing on base, on a military base? How is that possible? So at this point, it's becoming very obvious. They were both at this location the night that Vanessa went missing. So they go back to Sicily and interview her again on June 30th. And this is when she cracked and admitted everything. She said that on April 22nd, Aaron contacted her and told her what he had done, that he had bludgeoned a female soldier to death on the Fort Hood base. After she died, he put her body in that tough box and brought her off the base. He then picked up Cicely from her job at the gas station and the two of them drove out to Leon River. Cicely said that when they got to Leon River, Aaron had already brought the box there. So it was already there waiting for them. And when he opened it up, Vanessa was in it. And Aaron had told her that he needed help to get rid of her body and she decided to do it. This is really confusing considering at this point they had only been dating for about two months. Why on earth would you do this for someone that you've only known two months? Not that you should do this for anyone at any time in any relationship, but why would you be so loyal to someone that you would help them cover up a murderer after being with them for two months? It's weird. Cicely told police that in order to get rid of the body, they dismembered her and they burned her, but Eventually they had to stop because it wasn't working. The fire was getting so big that they were worried that the smoke would 
you know, give off their location that someone would come to them. So instead they dug three holes and buried Vanessa in the three holes. Just disgusting, sick. And I don't know how any woman could assist another man in doing that. How, like, what is wrong with you? After partaking in all of that, she went on to post on Instagram two days after Vanessa disappeared. She posted this selfie and it was captioned, the most dangerous woman of all is the one who refuses to rely on you to save her because she was never a damsel in distress. She also posted this selfie and said, people who fight fire with fire end up getting the ashes of their own integrity. She posted this selfie and said, I loved her, the dark side of her. Any girl can play innocent, but her demons are what drove me wild. Her secrets, her pain she masked with laughter, the darkness she tries so hard to hide. That's what made me fall for her. Then she has another picture. I will not have you without the darkness that hides within you. I will not let you have me without the madness that makes me. If our demons cannot dance, neither can we. And this one, he showed her the darkest part of him. She said, black is my favorite color. Can you imagine just going on living your life after being involved with something like that? Like a normal human would have like PTSD after that and not, not be posting, not, you know, having trouble sleeping, having nightmares, feeling guilty, but no, she is all over social media and seems to think this was some type of cool crime. Like she's got, you know, a little like Bonnie and Clyde action going on. It's just pathetic, it's disgusting. It makes me so fucking mad, to be honest. So Cicely also told police that a few days after they had gotten rid of Vanessa's body, in between photo shoots, she returned back to Leon River with Aaron and the two of them brought some concrete that she apparently got off of the Facebook marketplace. And then the two of them dug up her remains, attempted to burn them a second time, then placed what was left of her remains back in those three holes and poured concrete over the top. Then the two of them went back home and burned their clothes and cleaned up like nothing happened. And she continued to post on her Instagram. Now, at this time, Aaron is considered a suspect and he's being held in his room at Fort Hood. He's not allowed to leave the base. And he actually had no clue at this time that Cicely was talking to the police. Police ended up having Cicely call Aaron while they listened and she went over everything that they did and Aaron agreed to all of it. He didn't deny any of it. So they knew that he was their man. Not only that, they also found text messages from Aaron to Cicely, and he was sending her news articles about remains being found. And later on during a phone call between Cicely and Aaron, he actually said, baby, they found the pieces. Even though Aaron was supposed to be staying in his room at this time, on June 30th, he somehow left the base. And they ended up tracking him down and found him walking on the street a few days later on July 2nd. And when they approached him, Aaron actually shot himself on the spot. Now that is a fucking coward. He knew that he was screwed. He knew that the evidence was stacking up against him. And he was too much of a bitch to actually face what he had done. So he took his own life instead. Cicely is currently being held at the Bell County Jail and is charged with willfully helping Aaron in a conspiracy to mutilate or conceal an object and is facing up to 20 years in prison. The sole living suspect in the Vanessa Guillen case appeared before a judge this morning. 
22-year-old Cicely Aguilar is being charged with a conspiracy to tamper with evidence in her role in Guillen's death. Yesterday, the Guillen family attorney confirmed the news that many had already expected. The remains found in a shallow grave about 30 minutes from Fort Hood are that of the 20-year-old soldier. I want to know what you guys think is a proper sentence for that. Obviously, it's not as bad as actually killing someone yourself, but helping someone else get away with murder is pretty bad, especially helping them get rid of remains. I mean, that is just next level. I think she should get a nice chunk of time. I think she knew damn well what she was doing and just her Instagram posts show such a lack of remorse. Even the way that she acted when they were telling her about her charges, she didn't seem to even be phased or care. Now, Cicely and the army is putting out a story that apparently Cicely was married to someone else on the base and therefore she was cheating on her husband with Aaron. And apparently Vanessa had found out about this and they claim that Aaron was so upset that she might out him because that is something that you're not allowed to do. And he was worried that she would report it to the army and that he would get in trouble. And that's why he killed her. Now, Vanessa's family and most people think that this is probably bullshit. Maybe that was part of it, maybe, but I think it's more likely that she was about to report him for sexual harassment and that's why he did it. And the army is trying to protect themselves in this situation. For some reason, he clearly felt threatened enough to take her life and actually bludgeoned her to death with a hammer, they found out. Just sick. And this guy was a piece of shit. Vanessa's sister, Myra, actually visited the base to look for Vanessa. And apparently Aaron went up to her and laughed in her face about Vanessa being missing. A lot of people think that it's very possible that Aaron had some help when doing this and that maybe the army is currently trying to cover that up. The army claims that Aaron killed Vanessa between 1023 and 1113, but her lawyers are arguing that this is just not possible because how did no one walk in during that time? How did he clean all of it up? How did no one hear her screaming from the armory room that she was being bludgeoned to death? The Guillen's family lawyer has also brought up the fact that, you know, the army had these eyewitnesses on base telling them that they saw Aaron leaving the base with this big tough box on the day that she went missing. And that should have been enough for them to consider him a possibility or question him. They didn't take any action to look into it at this time. It seemed like initially they just wanted to brush this under the rug until it really started getting some social media traction and you know, picking up a lot of signatures on petitions and stuff like that. In addition to this, they also had asked Aaron to do a polygraph test and he refused. So instead he just did an interview with the polygrapher and he said that he was very sure that Aaron was lying. And they didn't do a good job of making sure that he stayed on base clearly since he fucking left. When asked about how he got the gun, the army said that it was his personal gun, but they still won't explain how he got off the base with the gun when he was supposed to be staying on base in the first place. Also, witnesses are now being questioned. Some of the witnesses who claimed that Vanessa was seen on the base at 12.30 to 1 p.m. because this would have been impossible. And some of them are starting to change their stories now. The public just does not believe that Aaron was able to kill her so violently, make such a mess probably, 
and was able to clean it up so quickly and get out of there with her body, it just makes no sense. It seems like at least one other person had to have come in the room when he was doing that and helped him or helped him clean up because he didn't want him to get in trouble. And maybe because it looks bad for the entire army, which a lot of sketchy things have happened on Fort Hood and in the army just in general. So it just adds to their image, which is already not great. Another thing that's really crazy is the hammer that he used to kill Vanessa with was missing from the base. We found out later that he threw it out of the car window, but at the time he was telling the base that he had no idea where it went. It's just too many things were already stacking up against him for them to just have done nothing at the time. Also, like I said, Vanessa was not even supposed to be working that day. And a lot of people have brought up the fact that maybe she was lured by someone on the base, maybe Aaron, maybe someone else. We still don't have an answer as to who called her in and why. And another really strange thing, and I'm sure a lot of you who are in the army know about this, but the army is supposed to do checks every day and make sure everyone that lives on the base is accounted for and on the base and safe. And during this time, it was reported that all soldiers were safe on base and accounted for. When this is bullshit, so why did the army say that everyone was accounted for? Well, apparently the guy who does the checks admitted that he was being lazy and just said that he saw Vanessa when he actually didn't which is just so disappointing. Take your job seriously. So it's looking pretty obvious that something is being covered up here. And because of all this sketchy shit that's not matching up, Vanessa's family has called for a congressional investigation. Developing now the family of a missing Fort Hood soldier receiving a wave of support as they demand for a congressional investigation. Vanessa joined the army to serve her country but her own country didn't protect her. She went into the army, you know, thinking it was a safe place for her to be there. And you know, the army filled her. This atrocity should have never happened. And it should have been done and taken care of that day that she was missed. They strongly believe along with a lot of people that the army is covering up some details here and trying to just hide the fact that they really turned a blind eye to the situation when she initially went missing. And if you have not heard this, you are not gonna believe this shit. But on July 2nd, Fort Hood actually came out and said that there's no evidence that Aaron Robinson sexually harassed Vanessa Guillen at all. When she was telling her family that, believe victims, believe their family members, clearly something was going on with them. Why would he just randomly do this? They're really trying to pass off that story that he was afraid of being outed for cheating when that's clearly not what actually was going on. And this is such a slap in the face to Vanessa's family to just dismiss everything that she was saying when this is something that many women in the army experience. But Vanessa's family is still fighting for that and said that she did say that she was harassed and she was going to report Aaron. Recently, there's been a social media campaign, I guess, um, for other women who have been in similar situations to Vanessa. If you search the hashtag, I am Vanessa Guillen, you'll see stories of tons of women who have gone through the same thing. Lots of other female soldiers, including a lot of Hispanic soldiers have come forward sharing their stories as well. Vanessa was advanced from private first class to the rank of specialist on July 1st, 2020, after she had passed away. Vanessa's mother, Gloria, said that she wants Congress to investigate Fort Hood's handling of her daughter's disappearance. I'm gonna link petitions for you guys to sign in the description box below. Please sign them all. It doesn't take that long. 
please sign them all. I will be adding new ones if they need another one created and they need more support. So even if you are watching this video in the future, please check it, please sign, it's still important. Vanessa's family is so angry and fired up. They wanna see justice served for Vanessa. In a recent interview, Gloria said in Spanish that the Fort Hood leaders are a bunch of clowns in a circus, and I agree. She said that they have lied to her, they've mistreated her, and they didn't treat Vanessa with the respect that she should have been given as a member of the army. Which is unacceptable because she was supposed to be safe while working and protecting the country we live in. No woman should be seen as a sexual object because they're the ones the Guillen family is going to continue pushing for justice for Vanessa, and they want legislation to be passed to help other women who are dealing with sexual harassment in the military in honor of Vanessa. Like we said before, we demand a congressional investigation. This should never have happened. And we will never know what happened ever until we get a congressional investigation because everything we were given was lies. It was evasive. They were not sincere. They were actually very disingenuous to us. I don't know who's covering up for who, but it doesn't matter. We lost a life. We lost a beautiful young soldier. And it's time we fix our system. Woman should not be afraid to come forth about sexual harassment. They should not fear telling reporting sexual harassment. It's unacceptable, it's 2020, what's happening? Sexual harassment's not criminal, that was what we were told. Well, guess what? We have a dead person because of sexual harassment. It is criminal. We want legislation. We need legislation so this never happens again. I would love for you to buy either a t-shirt or the sticker pack that we have created. Like I said, all of the profit will be going directly to Myra, Vanessa's sister, and they can use that for whatever they need that for. This has been an incredibly painful loss for Vanessa's family, for her friends. They don't want her to have died in vain. They want something to come out of this. Vanessa's family is now pushing Congress for the I am Vanessa Guillen bill, and it would create a third party where military members can report sexual assault and harassment safely. This is something I think is incredibly needed, and I will support this bill in any way that I can going forward. I've spoken with Myra and some of Vanessa's friends and I just wanna put it out here again so they know if you guys need my help in any way and you need anything pushed or anything signed or you need more fundraising, just let me know. I wanna see justice for Vanessa. It makes me so angry that the man who killed her just got to shoot himself and disappear into nothingness. That's just so wrong. Something needs to come out of this and we need more protection for women in the military who are serving this country. Recently, Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner has announced that July 11th, 2020 will forever be 
Vanessa Guillen Day in the city of Houston. Vanessa's story has reached so many people. I've seen so much artwork created, murals. People have come out to celebrate her life, to demand justice. She's really affected a lot of people. And I hope Vanessa's family knows that in a way that is meaningful in itself. This is not over yet. Hopefully we see justice come. Again, please consider being part of the fight by purchasing some of that merch. The link will be below. If you wanna pass on the merch, but you still would like to donate to Vanessa's family, you can send money directly to Myra Guillen at M Guillen, but only with a one L on Cash App. I'll put it in the description box as well. And you can, you know, send her a dollar, anything helps. This case is just, unbelievably sad and makes me so angry. And seeing the response that the army has had is just, it's trash. This is someone that signed up to serve, that wanted to be part of something that they thought was important to the army, you know? And for her not to be protected and cared about as an important member is just sick to me. If there are more people involved, I hope it comes out. I hope every single person who knew something and didn't say something that it comes out and that everyone who has blood on their hands in this case is brought to justice, including Cicely. I hope she gets a long sentence. I truly do. I know some people will argue, well, you know, she didn't do it herself and she did end up reporting it to the police. Well, pff, no one cares. You did what you did and she clearly knew that it was wrong and continued just living her life and posting selfies and talking about what a badass she is. And it's just, it's disgusting. That is gonna be it for me today, guys. Thank you for joining me for another episode and make sure you follow the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really does help me out. If you wanna watch the video version of this show, you can find it on my YouTube channel, which will be linked, or you can just search Kendall Ray. I will be back with another episode soon, but until then, stay safe out there.